I have no banter. Someone else has to banter after that. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> something happened to uh, I got a I, I got a phone call uh, two hours ago from my mother because uh, well you know she was uh, you know on Wells Fargo. We got onto Wells Fargo to look at some tax information and uh, you know got a window that popped up to tell her to she had to call Microsoft right then and there because she's been hacked. Oh so, no! My mother called that phone number no! that she needed to talk to Microsoft. Oh my god. No, no, no. Yeah. So uh No. Yeah, uh, she uh, got online with a guy and the guy, you know, took over the machine. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. So things were getting pretty bad. Thankfully she called me. Yeah. And you know, the, as soon as she said, "Yeah, oh, it's called Microsoft." So I called them. Like, no, no, no. You know, so I got over there Talk to the guy for a little while because oh, she also you know gave them the phone number for Wells Fargo so they could transfer her to the Wells Fargo contact so mm-hmm. that we could uh, right. Make, oh, well, because because what happened is she was hacked and there was a credit card charge to yeah. her account uh, in the amount of twenty nine thousand five hundred dollars. You know, and of course, right. it went mm-hmm. to Pornhub because you know my mom's all about Pornhub. <laughs> Oh my, god. oh my god! It's where I got it from. If, if any of you were watching, <laughs> <laughs> they almost they almost got our mom with that too. It was well, they were trying to make her go get uh, gift cards. You know that whole. That's, scam. Well, oh no, no, so that's the whole thing. What he, the guy is just like, all right. In order to do this, we need to duplicate it, and then we can cancel both. So what you need to do is start going out to stores yeah. and getting the cards and give me the encryption numbers. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> how do people fall for oh that? What are you? All right, you need to stop right now because this is obviously bullshit. Yes, because paying with a <laughs> Walg- up you. paying with a Walgreens gift card is perfectly normal. Yeah, like, yes. that's what that's what you're supposed to do. That's, yeah. yeah, that's how you would fix it. That's how you pay the mi- pay Microsoft. <laughs> yes. <What the> hell? <laughs> oh well, we were only with Microsoft. <laughs> We weren't on with Microsoft anymore. We, we were we were then on with Wells Fargo. So. Oh, okay. Oh, well, yeah. That's that makes even more sense then that your bank yeah. is going to ask you to go get gift cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only currency we work with is what do you say? Walgreens. Walgreens, Walgreens <laughs> gift cards. That's our currency we use. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're a bank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. The age we live in. Oh my lord. So how is everyone else doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, well, let's face it. You, Eric, you and Joe are, are playing again. I have a gig next Monday for the first time in over a decade. Mm-hmm. So we may as well. Yeah, we may as well promote that. I mean, it's our own show. We can promote whatever the hell we want, we right? Promote so. our own shit. Yes, we can yeah. promote Wells Fargo if we want. <laughs> we already have. But well, yeah. I don't know. I um, everybody listening, all of our viewers. If ever you get something that pops on the screen that says, call this phone number because it's Microsoft, it isn't Microsoft. No. Okay. It never don't, is. Just, just, don't fall for that shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can call, but you have to be aware that, you know, you should be calling to fuck with these people. <laughs> that's true. If you can that's waste, true. if you can waste 10 minutes of their time, that's somebody, somebody else's mom or grandmom, yeah. you know, that, that you're, maybe they're not getting called. Yeah. Have so. you have you seen those videos? The, there's like a couple of really famous YouTube guys that just fuck with these guys, literally yeah. for hours on end. And there was a guy oh that God. kept there was a guy that kept uh, one of these scammers on the phone for ten hours, <laughs> literally while he was going back and forth. And then at the end of the video, he's like, 
okay, well, let me, let me, let me, you know, he's got like this voice filter on, so it sounds like this is an old woman. He's like, okay, let me, let me see what I can do here. And, the, you know, you can see him sharing the screen, and yeah. the guy is literally putting in the, you know, you have to do like the whole authorization code thing on the card. Yeah. And he's doing it himself, so it's not going to the scammer, it's just going to himself. Like, he's basically paying himself, and the scammer is yelling, like, screaming their ass off through the <laughs> phone, like, what are you doing? No, no, no. It's great. <laughs> It's fantastic. It's pretty good. Yeah. I assume it doesn't take 10 hours to watch the whole video. No. no, no. <laughs> There's like a, uh, a timer at the bottom that shows like, <laughs> okay. been on for two hours, been on for three hours. Okay. No, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like an hour real. long, but yeah. 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 That'd, that'd be worth it. An hour, yeah. So tonight. It's tonight, April 10th. Uh, come see my old band, The Overprivileged. Uh, we're playing with uh, good friends of ours, the Revel Evans, who are doing their... 20 year anniversary reunion oh, wow. show. Nice. So um, that's that's pretty much Carrie, who lives in Germany, was going to be back in town, was just like, hey, let's get together to do a show. And the only she, the only date she could get was Monday. So no. she's like, ah, fuck it, I'll do Monday. And so yeah. apparently she got a hold of Scott, and Scott's like, yeah, we're doing it. And then he told Ben and I that we're doing it. And like, it's a Monday? And well, fuck it, you know? <laughs> hey, hey all, you know? all the good shows these days come to Baltimore on a Monday anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> or a Wednesday. Or a Wednesday, yeah. Yeah. Was Monday or Wednesday? Yes, and Joe and I are once again in a band. It's uh the name of the band is The Brood. Uh you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Spell that. Oh yeah, B R E W E D, not B R O O D. <laughs> yes. <laughs> As in beer and shit. Yeah. Beer and <laughs> shit. Be- beer and I coffee. Hope not, I hope you're not You can burrow up a shit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it oh. does happen. Oh <laughs> man, this that's... one's starting off really. <laughs> yeah. Well, and know... green jelly. I know... Well, green but... jello. Speaking of shit, <laughs> shit man. Oh well, there's that song, yeah. Hmm. Yes. Well, that's a good segue. We may, we we may as well get started. Um, we'll play a little bit of this album. It may as well be that song. Before we get into it, who we should introduce ourselves. We can do that now, sure. We haven't done that for quite a while. <laughs> we, we haven't? I was going to do it after, no. but that's fine. Uh, I just thought it was the beginning of the show, so. Sure. All right, well, I'm Eric. We've got Tim here. Hello. Joe is here. Mm-hmm. I'm here. And the one and only fan of Dragain Jello, Keith, is here. <laughs> Hello. I am, there are more, there are more not, of us. Not, not no. The one and only anywhere. <laughs> not tonight. There's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So on this show, the only one, yeah. No kidding. Oh, there it is. Yeah, the actual Jello version. Look at that. Yes. Look at yes. that. Wow. That, yeah. That's probably Ooh. worth about $12 on eBay right now. Yeah, yeah. for some reason, <laughs> t- tapes are making a comeback. Yeah. Maybe it's worth $14 then. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, if we get into this, oh, let's face it. Uh, yes. As we've stated, I am... Okay, play the goddamn music. Yeah. Since we were talking about the song, we'll play this first. That's enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keith, we didn't play the hit. What the fuck, we'll, we'll, we'll save it. Explain yourself and your intent. Exactly. 
the fuck? All right, yeah. Well, let's let's introduce say, the band, and then we'll. I I I got to introduce all these people. There's like twelve people on this album, so I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's two you want to mention for sure. I think. Yeah, there's, well, yeah. there's really only one that really matters. Though. Well, there's Bill two. Manspeaker, right? Yeah. What? Well, Bill Manspeaker, and then of course there's you know, uh, Danny Carey who plays. Yeah. Drums on the album, which is crazy. Like what the yeah. fuck? I mean, that's surprising. It's there's another there's another famous guy on the album. Yeah, oh, there there's is, a couple. Yeah. Okay. yeah, Maynard Maynard does the vocals on. He does the uh, three little pigs. Yeah, three little pigs. Yeah, and apparently Les Claypool is a guest vocalist on that song too. I had no idea. Oh, according to Wikipedia, who knows? I could be wrong. The big hit. Well, there's a bunch of them. Like Pauly Shore is a guest vocalist. Uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's very fitting. That, that tracks. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely, but <laughs> mm-hmm. um, anyone? I mean, there's so Joe Russo on bass, uh, but then there's also Michael Bloomquist on bass, Stephen Shainar on guitar. Uh, I don't know. I probably hit the the major ones, right? Yeah, produced. I, mean, produced I don't know by, who they are. Produced by CJ Buscaglia, whoever the fuck that and is. And somebody else who we'll talk about later. Oh, was it produced by Maynard too? No, Sylvia Massey. Oh, that's right. Sylvia Massey. That's right. Yes, yes. Absolutely. So there is a connection with Tool. I don't know if we're, I don't even know if we're talking about that. Oh, yeah. Week. We should probably mention that. So this episode, we're going to talk about uh, three yeah. little, or I'm sorry, we're going to talk about uh, Green, Green Jello, Serial Killer soundtrack, and uh, the, that's not really the debut, I guess, technically the debut from Tool Undertow. Even though they had this to their, be. What's their first, first album? Full, it's their first, first full, full length. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. So, yes, Keith, you're the only one who likes this. All right. So. Back to this band. Oh, yes. Okay. So, flat out, everyone else in this band does not uh, have a sense of humor or taste. And they hate this podcast. Guys. Yes. On this podcast. Whatever the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but one way or another, you know, we don't need to go into intricate detail. Uh, this band was huge for me back in 1993. I bought this album when I was down in Atlanta. Pretty much I was down there for a band you know, trip, and I managed to skip away from everyone else and ended up down in Little Five Points, if anyone's familiar with you know, the landmarks in, in Atlanta. And I popped into a record store and bought that album that I was just holding up. I've got the original Green Jello, but before they got sued by Kraft. Um, and I oh, love this um... goddamn band. I mean, it's, it's, how it's, how old were you when you got it? Uh, I'm just curious. Sixteen, yeah, sixteen. Okay. I was thinking if I was fifteen or sixteen, I might appreciate it more. <laughs> like a fifteen I mean, year old. The, the uh, biggest thing about this band is, yes, it's a goofball band. These guys definitely do not take themselves seriously, and intentionally when they perform. And I've got friends that actually, you know, played with him. I think out towards Annapolis, probably a couple of years ago, but uh, according, uh, you know. Uh, Bill Manspeaker claims that, you know, he is the in the biggest band, the worst band in the world, but also the biggest band because he has members in virtually every single town he plays in. He can pretty <laughs> much make a phone call, make a few phone calls anywhere he lands and have a show going on in a matter of an hour because enough people have just, you know, ended up rock playing around with him. And it's not as though the music is that difficult. It's not as though he's trying to kind of, you know, it, it's just goofball jokiness that's, yes, and it's also toilet humor. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, a lot of people like you know are all like, oh man, well they're just trying to be Guar. No, uh, as it turns out, these guys actually started before Guar, and um, at the time they were you know 
dressing up in stupid, you know, masks and all that, but they were using paper mache. Then they met Guar, and Guar are the ones that told them and taught them how to make their costumes out of what is it called? Uh, liquid latex. Yeah. You know, and it, it was, yeah, a Beefcake the Mighty, who we should play a little of Obey the Cow God, because, you know, he gets yes. a, 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 a shout out, yes. A shout out, you know, in that one. Yeah, he does. Uh, so, it, like, as, as much as everybody, like, oh, they were just trying to be Guar. They weren't trying to be Guar, but they actually met Guar, and Guar is actually what made them at least more cleanly. Uh, but besides that, let's see here. Uh, yeah, this band was originally from Buffalo. They moved to California in 87. Um, the, the biggest thing about, like, you know, I, another thing, let's face it. This band has definitely got more of a, it's, it's a metal band, but it's definitely got more of a punk attitude. So oh, I yeah. think that also might be why the three of you don't get it. Mm, that wasn't the problem. No, <laughs> no, that wasn't the problem at all. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we should talk yeah, about the album no. cover, huh? I well, mean, sure. It's fitting for the band, I think. It's looks like a eighth grader put it together, but it's fitting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, does it not? I mean, it yes. I mean, it, it's, it's a middle of the mall butthole surfers album cover. Yeah, I wouldn't I even that, go yeah. that far. I mean, maybe. So you got I mean, all the, all, the, all the big players. You got Shipman and the Cow God and the Wolf, the wolf and the Pigs, Pigs and the Electric Harley House of Love guy. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> well, I remember having the the video album. I yeah, I thought you did. I, 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 sworn, I yeah, I could have sworn you. I loaned it from you. I borrowed it from you. Yeah, I remember I, watching I, this I, at your house, Joe. I remember that. Clip. Yeah, I remember. I, I do have memories of watching it, and I don't. And that's why I was like, I recognize you. Why do I recognize these songs? Like it was playing. Yeah, like, I, I I don't think all these songs were on the video album, though. Were they? They couldn't have been. I don't know. Maybe I, I feel like it was five videos or six videos or something. I mean, it was literally thirty years ago. So who knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So wait, so so Joe, you you did, yeah, you did buy that. Uh-huh. If you dislike the band so much, why did you buy that? I didn't dislike them yet. Hmm. I liked the, um, I mean, the Three Little Pigs video was, it was funny the first few times you saw it. And yeah, definitely got overplayed. The tape and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> a little bit. Got the joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the song is it's almost six minutes long, and you're like, okay, I get it. Like, yeah, I, I get what you're doing here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, well the, the video, if you mentioned, uh, was directed by Fred Stir, the same guy who did, who did uh, the Tool yeah. Tools sober yeah. video. So you yeah, know, yeah, you can see similarities. That's the weirdest thing about this whole thing. I think is the fact that <laughs> it's Tool, like one of the most. You know, like complex and yeah. talented and just respected. Almost, almost too serious at well, times. Danny yeah. Carey Danny Carey moved out to LA to just to make a, a living as a musician. So he was doing um all the gigs he could get, apparently. And and this was kind of just it was just something that paid him some money. You know, he, he it just it was a gig that he had. He was also playing with Carol King's band at the time and, and doing whatever work he could get. And this was just something that just kept going for him. Mm-hmm. And um, he ended up Maynard ended up moving into the same building as him, and and that's how he ended up. They they that's how they ended up becoming friends, and um, he ended yeah. up on that album. But um, yeah, this I guess was just one of his long time. Fuck it, I'll, I just want to play music kind of gigs. 
I guess so. Yeah. It, w- it was considered, you know, at least Manspeaker calls it a punk rock vaudeville show. So. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're uh, I guess, on the nose with everything. Whereas yes. Guar has a little bit of satire or a lot, you know, yeah. and, and this is just, the this is, and we're not, I know you don't want to maybe do the comparisons, Keith, but um, they're obviously in the same vein of music, but yes, Guar, um, they actually had songs that were well-written and they had difficult riffs. They were much more metal than this band, but yeah. um, I just think that they, they, <laughs> Well, they did everything smarter than these guys. This is so <laughs> I mean, juvenile, you know, like, yeah. and and the styles are all over the place because they got, it's like one song, they want to be the Chili Peppers. And then another song, they're, they're techno. And <laughs> yeah. maybe that's, Motorhead. maybe that's good that they're not doing yeah, all like Motorhead. derivative punk songs. Or not, I don't even feel like they're that punky. They're very, they are. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't, that's. That's, it's I'm like a metal Man, punk. I'm quoting Manspeaker because he just released a, a kind of a. There's he's going to be doing, or I think he was supposed to be doing a residency at the Whiskey a Go Go, uh, where you know again it's just like you know, pretty much he'll have people show up and anyone can just kind of walk in and throw on a mask and decide to be one of the three little pigs or whatever for <laughs> the evening. Nice. Um, and it's very interactive kind of. Uh, environment it's you know anybody who walks in the door to see the show can literally hop on stage and be part of it if they feel the need mm. so that that's the kind of atmosphere and, and attitude that, that uh, i fucking love about the guy uh, and not to mention also i do want to stress this uh, my friend adam runs say 10 records down out of richmond and he actually has put out re-releases of uh the uh, triple live at budicon uh, which was a, a live album that you know these guys recorded in someone's uh, uh, garage sometime. It was back not in Budokan. It was not a Budokan, no. <laughs> uh, but you know the, uh, yeah. he's also put out three 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 and a re-release of the Serial Killer soundtrack. Oh, also music to insult your intelligence too. So just want to throw a plug out to my friend Adam, Say Ten Records guys. Check those guys out. You know they got it's other clever, bands on clever it. names. Say but, Ten, I get it. I like it. <laughs> that is pretty cool. Well, one way or another, uh, so yeah, go buy that stuff. Uh, and Will, I'm sure you're listening to this one, so go go buy records from Say Ten Records. Hi, Will. <laughs> Maybe not these records, but <laughs> <laughs> well, no, my friend Will is definitely going to be listening to this one because he and I were good friends back in the day and listened to this album a lot together. Oh well, I should say sorry, Will. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> should we uh whoa the tracks do you have are you gonna oh my god we're doing the tracks i don't wish all of them not all of them okay we'll, we'll, we'll pick pick and choose how about, how about we well, let's just get to rambo at uh three little pigs you know at 409 okay <laughs> you're gonna miss Maynard.
Wow. It's so dumb. Oh, it's so <laughs> dumb. It's brilliant. No! It's just dumb. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so that. All right, on to Tool. Here we go. <laughs> well, how about uh, we also want to do uh, play Electric House of Harley House of Love. Uh, start at three minutes. Okay, there are there are a couple things I want to talk about with that song. Um, I think referencing this exact part probably. Yeah. First of all, that main riff sounds like Barracuda by Heart. Oh yeah, that yeah, hundred percent. don't have the... I, well, yeah, I do. This is the... So This is what they... Yeah, well, they got sued, so they had to pull yes. that. I do have... I do have the this version. So. <laughs> what was that? Stole it! He stole it! <laughs> Wouldn't they just have to give them writing credits to keep that in there? I would think something happened. There, I think there was more to it than that. Probably. I, I would imagine that Metallica wasn't actually involved in the legal no. proceedings. It was, you know, the label. But yes, yeah. they they needed, you know, yeah, they got sued by Kraft, so they had to change their name. They got sued by, you know, whoever owned. <laughs> the black album and had to fuck you Lars that. man <laughs> the lawyers kept them down that's what it was yep. <laughs> yeah right yeah. well that, another big thing to mention though like if, if you guys are you know crapping on these guys crapping on <laughs> Bill Manspeaker it's not as though he ever expected to end up being the you know at the time you know Three Little Pigs was like you know nailing on the charts and all of a sudden it was like the most requested video on MTV for like a month and he's just he not so he ever expected that to happen or was trying for that to happen. That's just how it happened. And he rode with it. So. No, good for him. Yeah. It's, it's not, you know. yeah, it's not as though he was ever I expecting mean. this to turn into what it ended like, you know, let's face it. He was never expecting to be, you know. A, yeah. A, I mean, a, how, a how could name. he? Yeah. Like, exactly. why would look at this album? Why would you, who would think? <laughs> Yes. Yes. Exactly. He definitely I mean, come didn't. On. He definitely no. didn't. And, you know, I he's mean, the, he's the Kurt Cobain of the jokey metal genre. <laughs> yeah. He didn't ask for this fame. Yeah. Well, I. <laughs> well, we should play a little I, uh, bit of "Obey the Cow God" too, right? Just yeah, the... play a one thirty-six. Motorhead. Yeah, I mean, they had, that had to be on purpose, right? That Ace yeah, of Spades riff. Yeah, like, that's, that's that's yeah. That that was my other issue with the, with the album. Was like, okay, I 
I get it's it's funny, but every song has is ripping something else off. And I mean, there's one thing to do parody, but it's another thing to just blatantly steal stuff. It's just doesn't. I don't know. I, I don't. That was another thing I didn't like about the album. Just. I don't yeah, know. I think this is going to sound weird, but I think we're, I think we're too old for it. <laughs> 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 I mean, I never heard the whole thing until you know when I listened to it last week. And I'm in my fifties, and I'm like, well, a fifty-year-old yeah. dude's not going to be thinking that you know, shit man is poo 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 poo. Well, like, if I were seven, I think poo 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 yeah. is funny. But like, right? Jesus like, I'm just like, <laughs> this is not working for me. I'm just <laughs> there's no nostalgia. <laughs> no, this is just it's just dumb. I mean, it is. <laughs> well, I mean, Bill, I believe just turned sixty, so uh, okay. you know, hey, there's. <laughs> well, yeah, well, you know. But he was probably really young when he <laughs> was writing the Poo Poo song. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, that's another thing. I mean, let's face it. He, this band has not released too much material. Like, mm-hmm. I own, um, you know, when, when Adam first put out the uh, the re-release of the uh, Triple Live at Budokan thing, you know, I, I snagged that as soon as he released it. And that's pretty much mainly all songs from this. So it's not as though, you know, uh, as much as this band has four albums, I guess, you know, I think they're kind of re- Kind of rewrapping the same gift every single time. Yeah, a gift. Just give some giving. I don't know. One way or another, screw you guys. I love it. I mean, it's like uh, I'm trying to think like my favorite tune here. How often do you go back to this? Uh, Not. I mean, that's the whole thing. Like, uh, I totally forgot about it until you know. This uh, Adam. Adam. Adam started. You know, throwing out. You know, like, hey, everybody. You know, I'm, I'm releasing. You know this uh, green jello or green jelly record. So I'm like, oh, no man, jello. Yeah, I want to. I want to. Well, it's jelly now. No, no, no. They, they explained it over the over the wise. Over the wise. That that letter they invented is. It sounds like an O. Oh, okay. All right. Whatever. Yeah. Because we had the it. we had the good fortune to see them live one time. Oh. During during their they opened for Testament of all bands. Yes. Of all, during all their bands. who uh, who else opened on that show after them? Who was I think they they were opened 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 and then there was another band right. I don't yeah, I remember, remember at all. Yeah. 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 Okay. It was a long. Time well, they ago. they whoever they were they were better. Yeah. This band. I bet Google knows. I'm sure you can find that out. <laughs> Keith, you should take back everything you said about Mucky Pup. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> oh, it was it was propane. Oh God! Ooh, now I take it back. Sorry. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm going green jello. <laughs> I got him too. Is that the all I had? I gave. Is that that? Yes. No, that's crowbar. Oh, oh I crowbar. can't. I don't know the difference. Propane and crowbar are basically the same band, though. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, somebody heard our demo once and said I sounded like the singer Propane. So I was like, oh, thanks. I guess I don't know. You're like, <laughs> fuck off, man. Yeah, right. So clever too. It's like propane, but it's pro. Yeah. Space. P a i n. Yes, mm-hmm. I am propane, not anti-pain. Yeah, we we all get it, Tim. <laughs> Stupid! It's just dumb. <laughs> what about that house? What house me, teenage rave. Which oh obviously, my. like, God. So, they, they didn't so want to call it "Whip me, teenage babe." So, it's oh, awful. What? It's, it's it's so it's, cringy. Uh, I don't yes, know what that's that the word. What was it they didn't want to call it? I don't what? even get the reference. I mean, well, says, I mean, the, in the, the song he says "Whip me, me yeah. teenage babe." Yeah, "Whip me, teenage babe." How gross oh. is that? I know. Well, yeah, that doesn't age well. So. <laughs> no. I mean, if it was Guar, it'd be like, well, yeah. I mean, it's not Guar, though. <laughs> no. 
Yeah, it's it, out of place. Let's play a little of that at one, yeah. 103. Do I have to? Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, you do. Sounds like Rick from Rick and Morty there, actually. <laughs> well, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting all of these out. Yeah. Don't you have a, don't you have a, re- a review? This album? <laughs> from Marty to Bergie? <laughs> the review you had on Shark Sandwich, which was merely a two-word review, just said, shit sandwich. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Oh, you boy. can't say that. You can't like that. <laughs> okay. Any other, well. any other tracks you wanted to point out? I know that. Uh, I mean, I like Electric like, Carly House of Love was the another video, right? Yeah, we played a little bit of that. The Metallica yeah. thing. Played enough yeah, of yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I I I dig Flight of the Skujakwada. And let's do a little bit of the green. That was my. That was the one song that I kind of liked was Flight of the because there's yeah. no singing. In it's it. a good. Yeah, it's got a good riff. I mean, there's not much. There's barely any vocals. Oh, and what about in green the green Jello theme song? Green Jello which, theme song is probably my favorite on the album. It's just yeah, the, one one of the first songs on the on or I'm sorry, one of the songs on the, on Guar's first album is Guar's theme song. So it's you know, <laughs> but they're not ripping Guar off, right? I'm sorry, they're definitely not <laughs> ripping Guar off. No. Okay, <laughs> what about their cover of Anarchy? Oh, oh God! God Who asked that. for that? I, I I will flat out say I can't, I can't stand. I'm so sick <laughs> and tired of that a, fucking song. You know, it's Flintstones just, so overdone. Song. And then yeah, oh yeah, Flintstones right. into it. That's so bad. It's the worst version of that song I've ever heard. Oh, and I know it's a joke, but Jesus, it's oh yeah, yeah, cringe. I concur with you on that sentiment there. All right, but oh, there was a um, moment where they make fun of Danzig too, right? Tripping yeah. on XTC. Yeah, there was a there was totally a Danzig. Yeah, I thought so. I think that's a Danzig thing, right? Find it. So juvenile. Oh, it's like God. <laughs> it's just not funny. No, well, I'm a juvenile person, so fuck you guys. <laughs> All right, play a little Green Jello theme song. Like, if you want to get to where the name dropping goes, you can add 58 seconds. Iggy and Gertie, they're both good names. Just 
Primus sucks. Yeah, not Green Jello. Yeah. <laughs> they stole it. <laughs> well, let's see here. These guys started in 1981, so. But did hmm. they always have Green Jello sucks as their? Uh, I have thing? no idea. I, I yeah. do not know. <laughs> Primus was doing that in like '87, so just saying. Yeah. All right, should we grade right, this? Well, one way or another, yes. Let's get get to the grading. <laughs> I think we know how this is going to go. Yeah, there's no oh surprise here. I'm going to be I'm be pulling up that average. I mean, F. It, it's easy. Yeah, avoid this at all costs. F minus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they got I the commander's her. rating. No, oh, he gave. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I think it's an F. I'm giving it an A minus. <laughs> wow! Wow! He's gonna bring it up discrepancy like a ever. D plus then. Yeah, Dude, your credibility is an F. After that, <laughs> Jesus. He's just oh being God. the Ru- he's being the Russian dr- judge on up the scores, oh. the Soviet judge. So I, I, will, I will say, uh, Pam, my wife Pam. Listeners don't know my wife's name is Pam. She's very tolerant of all kinds of music, like she'll tolerate a lot of stuff and she'll be like, no, it's pretty good. It's fine. She was like this. I was playing it in the car. She's like, this is fucking terrible. (laughs) Why wouldn't you do that to her? (laughs) I I hadn't played. You were like, I have to listen to this album. Uh, Yeah. I was like, I haven't done my homework yet. So we got to play this. She's like, all right. And she's like, she's like, she knew the, the little pig song. And she's like, I remember this, but this is fucking terrible. (laughs) And and just so that if anyone is wondering, yes, I put my foot down and demanded that we do this. The rest yes. of the three of these guys were absolutely adamant to avoid it, but I put my foot down because I get to do that sometimes. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're you know, welcome. Absolutely. Well, big foot down. <laughs> well, right. there it was. That was the we got uh, through it. Honorable Woo! mention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keyword being mentioned. Yeah. So okay. cool. Yes. <laughs> Let's cleanse our palate. If people are Please. still listening. We're going to talk about Tool now. I just I was listening to this album when I picked my son up from school today, and I just love pulling into a, a Catholic church parking lot with prison sex. <laughs> well, oh, let's man. We'll start with that one, then. Why not? Well, I mean, th- that's another thing. Like, the, I did not, I, I, you know, I went to pick my son up with this album on. I did not have it playing at all when he got in the car because the last thing I want is, Daddy. What does shit blood and cum on my hand mean? I don't. What do you? That took several listens to know what he was saying. That though, I, I thought. It took oh, me a long my time. kids, my man, I will be listening to whatever, and all of a sudden they'll throw some. And my son, every single time, he's like, "A dad, I heard that, man." Uh, this band is Manor James Keenan on vocals, Adam Jones on guitar. This album on bass, you got Paul Demore, the one and only album. Well, I guess he was on the EP, right? But yep. Uh, and Danny Carey on drums. And this was uh, again, we said it earlier, uh, produced by Sylvia Massey. Is that her name? Yeah, Sylvia Massey. Yeah. Who also produced Green Jello. Well, that's, that's where they met her. That's where they met her. Or knew, yeah. That's how they knew her from that, <clears throat> at least. There's a additional musicians. Well, Henry Rollins, obviously, on bottom. <laughs> They've got uh, 
somebody named Static programming on uh, Disgustipated and Chris Haskett, who has uh, credits for sledgehammers on Disgustipated. Yeah. Because they took a sledgehammer to a piano. So That was mixed by Ron St. Germain. Oh, nice. I believe does 311, right? Yeah, he did the first 311 album, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so this album fucking kicks ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I you know, the first two and a half, I guess, including the EP. Well, really, I mean, the first three. I don't know. There's, it, you can't really go wrong with Tool, but the first two albums are by far the best, in my opinion. So Yeah. With Excluding, the, I mean, the EP is great, and then yeah, this one and then Enema. Yeah, yeah, that was their. I guess that was their best stuff. Not that they got, not that they dropped off at any point, but yeah. Um, no, but I think um, this is I really, think, really good stuff. Yeah. Yes. These two, those two yeah. albums are just so good. They're like, so good. Yeah. Those, and, some, um, those are the songs you get chills like several times during the album. It's yeah. Just, and I think also me, later in their career they got a little. I don't know. Self-indulgent. <laughs> Self-indulgent. And their songs yeah. became really fucking like 11 minute long songs, like two yeah. or three mm-hmm. over 10 minutes long, you know? Uh, so it's, yeah, I guess these are the, the, well, the first, the EP and the first two, I guess you can listen to easily all the way through Yeah, yes. and, and enjoy all of it. Whereas after, after that, it kind of got to, they got to some goofy shit going on mm-hmm. and then some stuff. It's like, okay. Yeah. This like, song could have been long. Could have been four <laughs> yeah. minutes, not ten. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Where they intentionally like add in all the extra math rock just to be like, look what I can do, mommy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Which gets kind of annoying at times. But they they're pretty like they come across as taking themselves much more seriously than they actually do. Yeah. So they're kind of also fucking with people when they do that yeah. kind of stuff. See, like, let's see yeah. if they can make conjure up some bullshit about this, you know, this this um, arrangement or whatever, which they weren't doing here. But um, no, this stuff's pretty concise. Yeah, yeah. Comparatively, it's very concise. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, how do we want to start this? We should talk about the artwork. Okay, the the album artwork. Sure. There's there's lots to talk about with the album artwork. It's a creepy album cover. Yeah, designed by. Adam Jones, right? Adam Jones, yep. He was um, he was actually pretty successful as a um, um, Hollywood like uh, props guy. He worked for ILM. There's actually there was this behind the scenes video of Jurassic Park, and yeah. there's the shot of him like working on a dinosaur. He's like sculpting yeah. this dinosaur. I was like, that's the guy from Tool. Yeah, yeah we. <laughs> I remember watching it. I think we were all watching it together. We're like, that's the guitarist for Tool. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> So, yeah, he actually had a creative. he had a pretty good gig doing that when when uh, Tool started to take off. So he was kind of like, well, we'll see how this yeah. band works out. I might be making a horrible mistake here. Band, I think, yeah, worked out okay. Yeah, Ke- Ke- like I, I've got a you know notes from an interview where Keenan was mentioning at the time when Tool you know kind of started up, he was working movie sets too. So. Yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Rent, but rent he, was high, and there's a lot of weird hypocrisy that happens in film and music. And the, a lot of this, the, the the sentiment of this album came out of, you know, trying to juggle around working with movie people and and music into executives. There's also some stuff in the in the uh, inside the sleeve of the the album that's yeah that says the uh, the photos in the liner notes are of a nude obese woman and a nude thin man, uh, 
and band members with pins in the sides of their heads. Um, and that generated controversy, resulting in the album being removed from stores such as Kmart and Walmart. Um, so the band reacted by releasing another version, which depicted a giant barcode on a white background. Um, so, And you could actually, it. apparently you could take a picture of that barcode yeah, and send it in, mail it into whatever the address was, and they would send you the original artwork. Oh, nice. Yeah, there was there was a note inside the album. It said, uh, it came to our attention recently that many stores across our fine and open-minded nation would not stock, <laughs> would not stock undertow because of our explicit artwork. Although we loathe being censored, and it says, we want your money, but that's crossed out. So we want your money. Uh, yeah. We still want you to hear our music, so we took it out. However, it's still available to you at no extra cost. Fill out the form, stick it in an envelope, mail it in, and we'll send you the original artwork. Love tool. That's cool. And do, way uh, do you guys it. remember? Um, yeah, uh, I remember when I got the CD and I could, and I pulled the, you know, opened the CD up, and there was, you could see there was something mm-hmm. where you, I was like, something is behind this. So I remember you could take apart CDs, like yeah, yeah, yeah. here, but just I took it apart, and it's a cow looking at someone's asshole. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah. on the vinyl too. <laughs> Yeah, if um, <laughs> hold on, I think the European version you could see through it, but they had to yeah. kind of censor it for the U.S. Yeah, the U.S. was black, but I was like, "What is in there?" And, and oh, look at that! The, the, the <laughs> a lot, hardcore man. Christians would have been very offended by a cow licking its own butt. Yeah, I guess. Oh no, wait, it's on the CD. That's right, it's not on the yeah. Band. Which I didn't. And I have the I CD didn't. right over there. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that image is easily yeah. Googled. Um, but so I have, a, I have a, I have a quote from Carrie here as far as the, um, Kmart and Walmart thing said that, um, this is uh, Danny Carey, the drummer. He said, there's a pretty big market that might not get a chance to hear our music. Middle America, basically. We made the censored cover for those kids who don't have the skate shops or cool record stores in their town. And all they have to do is, uh, all they have is the lame mall record store or Walmart that doesn't always carry everything besides we'll miss out on all that money. He says, <laughs> yeah, you know, like jokingly at the end, like that's yeah. <laughs> I mean, ultimately they've never been shy about, you know, like this is a job and we want money. Yeah, which is refreshing. I mean, they had that song where he's like, especially when we talk about Pearl jams on the next episode. <laughs> it's gonna be <laughs> the opposite, but what's that song where he says, uh, "Hooker with a piece"? I'm the, hooker with uh, yeah, piece, yeah, yeah, I'm the man. You're the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck you, but it's one of my favorite tool songs. Yeah, fuck you, buddy. So in studying that, that quote I just pulled is from Unleash the Story of Tool by uh, Joel McIver. Joel McIver. Um, so, oh, shit. I lost it now. My iPad over here. I don't know how to work Kindle app. Too many very things. Well. Yeah. <laughs> um, shit, I forgot what I was going to say now. God damn it. <laughs> something Thanks. from the book. Something, something. Something was from the book. It'll come back to me. Who does this album remind you of, guys? Tim and Joe specifically. Oh, yeah, a, Seth. There you go. <laughs> oh, not me. No. Oh, that oh my God. reminds me. He played this album so much. Yeah, I I think of Clutch, the first Clutch album. Was, uh, uh, or Seth. Right, it was. He had. I think he had a cassette player that had cool tool on one side, <laughs> tape had tool on one side and Clutch on the other, and it just yeah, was okay. on constant repeat. I remember. Yeah. Um, well, this is the album that I, I'm assuming we all discovered Tool with. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So it was. Um. It was the sober video. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I kind of remember how I. I don't like remember the setting, but I remember the first time seeing it, going, like, I know I like that, but I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know how to process this very well. Yeah. And, um, yeah, then you had to remember to record it the next week. It was on and you can kind of go back and and break it down. But, um, and this is what I was going to get into was the, um, the band is very big on not showing themselves in their videos because they're like, we don't want people thinking of us when they listen to our music. So they do these, these weird fucked up and cool videos and they're never featured in them or, or if they are it's like very like it's you can barely see them but for a second or two yeah. um which I, I i didn't think about but that's i think that's pretty cool that they did that yeah they, they, just, they avoided yeah. interviews too they purposely avoided interviews because they didn't want to be like mtv and stuff like that because they didn't want them like they just like not being known they like their anonymity right so yeah and the, the fact that they didn't put the album lyrics in there um and that sleeves was also because they they like Maynard's vo- or, um, lyrics, he wants them to be vague. He wants it to be like, whatever you think this applies to, it, it's fine, you know? And uh, he said that if um, if we don't put the lyrics in there, people have to listen harder to try to figure these things out. Yeah. And it's actually oh, smart wow. to do that's that. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but come on. Yeah, the way I, he sings, it's like, yeah. when I finally and, and, pulled the lyrics up. Oh, yeah. It was like, like 30 years later, you're like, yeah, oh, that's what he's been saying all this time. But well, that's kind of cool. Of- the way he sings, it's like almost like choppy. So it's like, yeah, he'll he'll like have words that don't you don't normally say it like that, and he'll say it yeah. differently, almost to, mm-hmm. almost to fit the the rhythm of the song. The weird, I mean? yeah, and but it made a lot of the songs better when I found out what the lyrics were. I was like, oh, well, that's yeah. way better. Like this song is yeah. fucking awesome. It was already good, but like, damn, that's those because lyrics are really good. Yeah. And, he, Actually, and the um, the vocals are are fairly low in the mix too. Yeah. Which for a guy that can sing as well as he does is is yeah. surprising, but I think that also plays into that we want to, you know, we, we want it to be like just part of the song as yeah. opposed to like where this is our message for this song. Like there's, they're they're always very opaque in their meaning, and mm-hmm. um, although they're angry, I think we get that. Like, oh, did yeah. you know? Do you know what prison sex is actually about? I didn't realize until I was studying for this podcast. I figured it was about prison sex. It's not. <laughs> Oh, it's actually about child abuse. Oh. oh, and it's about the cycle of child people who are abused sexually or, or however as, as children, um, oftentimes grow up to to do that to other children. Oh, and wow. so that's mm. that's that line I've come full full circle. Oh, wow. it, the yeah. the person doing the raping in the song is is one, the one who's also been abused. Damn. Yeah. Mm. This is pol- polar opposite of Green Jello lyrics. It is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Could that be more opposite? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. Yeah. Well, there was the uh, "Whip Me, Teenage Girl" song or whatever. Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. D- different approach. Yeah. Such a such a fine line between <laughs> stupid and clever. <laughs> What's wrong with the twist? Say the twist on it. <laughs> Uh, for me, it was I, I kind of lucked out. Um, you know, in uh, my junior year of high school, uh, of course, Coach Coglin's U.S. History class, uh, America. And, <laughs> oh God, you know it. Uh, it was, but I, he was I, he was like the real life Coach Buzz or Mister Buzzcut. <laughs> <sighs> He's so bad. So fucking bad. <laughs> One way or another, in that class, I had Sick Pup and Sturge, and uh, my friend Dan Vasquez, who's 
nickname is Sturge, one way or another, he had gone over to the Kemp Mill that was across the street that we bought so many albums at, and flat out was just talking to one of the guys there, just like, hey, you know, what, any anything new happening? And they were, the guy was just like, dude, you got to check out this band, this tool. You know, this is going to be big. And uh, Dan bought it and loaned it to me, and I recorded it, and it was like, fuck. And then the video came out, I'm like, thank you. Hey, I, yeah. I get to do a little nice dance and pat myself on the back that I got to. <laughs> that's the one band I knew before they broke huge. And it was, I mean, God damn it. Yeah, this, I love, you know, one thing you mentioned earlier. Um, let's face it, the way this is recorded, you can flat out hear everything, every element of this. Oh, the production's amazing. In there. Yeah. Like, the production yeah. is so good, and the drumming. Oh, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Ridiculous. And he's not even as good as he's going to get. No, I know. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. no. Yeah. This is him pretty good. The, um, <laughs> yeah. He's okay. I, 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 I'm sure I'll bring this up again when we talk about the next album. But um, one thing I, I, when I listen to the first two tool releases, is the, um, the bass playing is very upfront on both of mm-hmm. them but it's very yeah. i think it's very different and i just wonder how um I, I, for me the band i don't think they would have been as good if um paul demore stayed in the band mm-hmm. not that his bass playing is it's it's really great on this album and the first out or for, on the ep as well but um justin chancellor brings a whole new set of sounds and dynamics um to it that said, sober is one of the coolest fucking bass lines in yeah. metal of all time. Yeah. It's yeah. the whole song basically is is that fucking riff. And um yeah. Paul Namore, the re- the big thing why he left is because he wanted to play guitar, he didn't want to play bass. So <laughs> I'm glad they got a wow. proper bass player in there. Yeah, kind of makes sense. I mean that that riff in sober is almost a guitar riff, the way it's playing, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. You know what he's doing? Have you ever learned that that riff? It sounds like a power chord to me, but I don't. Well, it well, it sort of is. It's it's actually just the octaves. It's all D, but it's tuned oh, down to drop D. So he's playing D the open low D. Drop. He's playing the octave on the fifth fret on the next string, and then he's got an open D, which is the same note, oh. but it sounds you know the the tone's different. So it's doubled up there, and then he's playing the octaves on the seven on the, uh, yeah, the G yeah. string. Okay. So it's all D on that 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 heavy part, and of course there's pick scraping as well. And then um, at certain points he moves up a half step give it kind of a right. dissonance but yeah, yeah. um yeah that's that's basically the whole the whole riff is just him it's doing crazy. that and it's fucking it's balls man yeah <laughs> yeah maybe you should play that i should play that i mean we'll get into the tracks but yeah yeah so much high end it's good though I like it We hit, our band had a, a song that borrowed heavily from that bass <laughs> in the breakdown that the like a interlude part. Which song? Uh, on um, oh negative. I, I kind of oh yeah, yeah. kind of sort of ripped it off, even though I'm not doing anything as cool. But yeah, <laughs> they've always had great. The guitar tone is always like they have really they, they use feedback really well in this band. Yeah, you know. 
um just that that song is a perfect example of that yeah i mean we should we get into the tracks now we might as well we're talking about them yeah yeah i um we don't have to go we don't have to read all these lyrics but i, I took down some notes about the lyrics so as we go through the tracks i can point you to a certain whoa the tracks because okay. i was like what <laughs> you know yeah i i don't know if i took specific notes on specific lyrics i I did write down certain moments where i was like i didn't know he was saying because i did the yeah. same thing you did tim i you know I, I turned on lyrics while i was listening to it and like you know yeah. you, how we used to do with albums sit down with the lyric book and yeah i just read them yeah so i i kind of like, did that with this album on uh the first song i didn't know when he says but you lie you cheat and steal and he goes and i tolerate you i didn't know he was saying and i tolerate you that changed the <laughs> whole song for me <laughs> if it's, it's at 59 if you play that part you'll hear him say and i and i but the way he breaks it up you're like oh okay this is a typical tool the album starts with 20 seconds of like almost silence this weird noise yeah, yeah. i don't like that but that's okay And then he says, I, I cannot tolerate. Yeah. So he goes, I tolerate you. And then he says, and I cannot tolerate. Yeah. I knew he said that one. I didn't know he was changing his mind during the song. Heard by the yeah. end yeah. of the song. Yeah. There's, I mean, in the next part, actually. Like the veil of virtue hung to hide your method. Yeah. Like all that stuff. I didn't know. This. <laughs> no. Veil of virtue hung to hide your method while I smile and laugh and dance and sing your praise and glory. <laughs> Mix is perfect. I, I get, I get, bass, I get so drawn to the bass. It's so angry. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is a good example of a, where someone playing with a pick works well, right? I'm assuming he's playing with a pick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like that's. I mean, you can you can get approach that, but yeah, the 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 um, just like the bite of it, you're not gonna really get. And obviously, <clears> pick grapes, duh. <laughs> you know. You need yeah, I mean, you can, you can, you can, like I said, you can get close, but yeah, yeah. he's, this band, like if, if any band should have a pick playing bass, bass player, it's probably this one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Alex, it's funny. I was saying that I love the bass at 310 on this song. Let's see what that is. Oh, that thing. Yeah. So pissed off. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> well, I can't listen to the whole song now. I want God, to. I never knew he was. So he was. He says, "How can I tolerate you? I will not tolerate you." Yeah. I never knew that. 
I will go down <laughs> beside you. I must go down beside you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh. No one is innocent. <laughs> I got that part. <laughs> yeah. I got that part. Yeah. <laughs> Just the way he does his cadence and his phrasing are like, yeah. oh, that was one word. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So is he saying that no one's innocent in this situation because you're a piece of shit, but I put up with you. So I'm also a piece of shit. Is that, do you think that's kind of what he's saying? Maybe. I don't know. Or is it just in broader, like everyone's, everyone's a a bad person. Everyone can be that way. I mean, I mean, is he talking about a specific person when he's saying these things? I mean, is it, I doubt it. I mean, he might've had drawn from someone he knew, but I don't, yeah, I don't think they're, specific about very many of their lyrics yeah i think he's vague on purpose yeah i think so which is good yeah, i like that your own conclusion yeah. the opposite of country music <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah yeah uh all right prison sex talked about a little played a little yeah yeah i have uh Oh yeah, so one thirty two. This is another lyric thing, but at one thirty two, uh, where he says "release in sodomy," I thought he was saying "release inside of me." Not that big a difference. Yeah, but... I thought so too. He's saying sodomy, yeah, huh? sodomy. He's saying he mm-hmm. says "release in sodomy." That one I figured out. another freaky video mm-hmm. maybe even freakier than sober video actually Lots well now that looking... you know what it's about maybe yeah. sure yeah true um we're... the well the, the backstory is is uh that he's a mater's admitted he was abused as a kid hmm. uh, so personal um he's got a personal take on this or yeah. or he's vested in this personally yeah, it starts off with, it took so long to remember just what happened. I was so young and vestal then. He uses the word vestal. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know what hurt me, but I'm breathing, so I guess I'm still alive, even if signs seem to tell me otherwise. Not the vestal virgins wheel the wyverns in. <laughs> no. <laughs> Different band. <laughs> but one thing about the videos, though, and I still don't quite comprehend this, but apparently Kurt Cobain was really pissed off about the concept these guys used for their videos, and he thought that that made these guys assholes for some bizarre reason. What? what? <clears throat> I, hey, I, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I didn't get it either. I don't even know why it warrants even mentioning. But yeah, I read that like you know this this Kurt Cobain did not like Tool, and it's because he felt that you know that apparently the videos they did, like he thought were ripping off some other guy that oh I, i've heard this yeah. oh yeah there was That's like right. a an artist that he said was a complete ripoff of but yeah yeah like, yeah that's right well, I'm pretty sure i mean it's, much it's, it's stop motion it's not like yeah. they invented stop motion i mean yeah. <laughs> right and, and not to right. be and i believe that you know tool was actually probably involved in kind of some of, the, some of the concepts in those videos but it's not as though they were directing them so it's right. like yeah. I mean, why are you getting pissed off at the band yeah <laughs> Silly. Yeah, that's goofy. Pick your well, battles. While we're on this song, my favorite part of this song is just well, I mean it's it's almost two minutes of the song, but it's so fucking good. The last this part. Oh yeah. 
I have found some temporary insanity in this. Uh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, the shit blood and come on my hands again. <laughs> yeah. I think this song's tuned to drop A. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's really fucking heavy. I do remember, I I did learn this song. I can never get the drum fill at the end right when I tap along to it. (laughs) I should just cut it out one time. Is it six? I don't know. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Ask Chris DCR, he'll tell you. Yeah, he right. knows a lot of stuff. <laughs> he can count and stuff. I am not going to try to play any tool songs on the drums. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. All right, so sober. I don't think I'm going to try on the vocals or guitar or bass. Uh, I was actually at some friends yesterday playing. Uh, we were just playing our instruments. <laughs> and um, we... I, I sat on the drum set for a little bit and it was set up not how I like it. And um, I was just playing. I'm like, man, I'm really bad at these. <laughs> I don't like this. Like, let me get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, we should stick to our own instruments. Mm-hmm. Not move out, out of our comfort zone too much. Well, the, like, I think the better you get at one, then <laughs> you go back and try something else. You're like, Whoa, fuck this. I'm not doing this again. <laughs> yeah. So sober, this is obviously the biggest the hit, hit on the album. Oh, yeah. yeah. Might be the most overplayed tool song, actually. Yeah. I would think so, right? Fridays. I don't I don't play it too much. But like <laughs> I mean for the know. band. Like it's not like yeah. You know, it's not like it Inner Salmon. Probably or anything. the most played, but I would never say it was, you know, even overplayed. I mean it was not really. And Whenever it came on, it was yeah. just like, hell yeah, all right, they're playing yeah. tool. <laughs> it's like yeah. the trooper, right? It, it, it never it never got annoying. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It never it yeah. was never overdone. Right. I don't think they played it every show either. I'm sure that, they don't. That's probably that's not. surprising. That's something they would do though. Yeah, it is, actually. <laughs> or not to. <laughs> I can't remember if they played it last year at that show. I don't I don't think they did. That's like Metallica not playing Inner Sandman. Exactly. They shouldn't, but... Yeah, they shouldn't. But people are expecting it. You're going to get it. That's, well, I, don't, I just read a recent interview with um, uh, Maynard, and uh, he, he mentioned, like, you know, they asked him, like, you know, your earlier stuff is 
real, real difficult. Can you still? And he's just like, I can still play a few of those songs in a set. I can't play an entire set of those songs. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine vocally that must be a killer. Ugh. So sober, we played a little bit of this, but uh, 427. That's, that's a moment for me if I like that. I love that guitar stuff. So awesome. Yeah. You know what else this song reminds me of? Hmm. The Instinct Home Video. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> Keith was very drunk at our house on oh, the yeah. drive. And we put this song in the background. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that happening. We, yeah, were right? so, we were so young and Vestal then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Underage <times>. drinking. There <laughs> you go. What? Never. It's been a long time. <laughs> You're talking about Boone's yeah. Farm, whatever that stuff was. Oh called. God! Yeah. yeah. Oof. No, that night or that morning was MGD. I remember. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> Macro brews. <laughs> Delicious. The song is saying, "Why can't we not be sober?" It's not. It's not a pro sober song. It's true. It's a, it's a guy who wants to keep drinking. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Or girl, whoever. He doesn't yeah. say. Of course. Yeah. Yes. Keep it vague. Um, I love how this song ends and how the next song starts. I, think, yeah, I don't know yeah. why this, it. I, I I can't hear the end of um, Silver yeah. and not da, start. Da, 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 da. Yeah, this riff. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming. The long fade out. The symbol. Man, there's a lot of great moments in this song. Jeez. Oh yeah. I mean, this is obviously the one that uh, Henry Rollins is. Uh, I was trying to think of my favorite from this album. It's difficult. I think. I think this might be this may be her swamp song. Or my yeah, favorite it's hard for me too, actually. Yeah. yeah. But well, anyway, this is one of the highlights of an album. Yeah, for sure. Highlights. I mean, uh, hi- yeah, but I mean, like, what song isn't a highlight? I mean, this yeah. is just, this is yeah. a great fucking album from start to finish. I'm gonna play the Henry Rollins partner. You can find the there's a. If you go on YouTube, you can find them recording this. Henry Rollins in the studio with them, extra recordings for it. It's pretty cool. I have a bootleg of um, playing this with Maynard singing this part, and it's really cool. Oh, nice. Huh. I can sink no further. Is it only on the left channel? And I yeah. You. Yeah. What? Oh, is he? Mm-hmm. We're well, not doing anything right now, but. 
choice but to confront you mm. to engage you He's more in the mostly left. And mostly left, yeah. Now, I imagine he wrote this, right? Yeah. Tool didn't Gotta be. It's, yeah, this is so this is very Henry Rollins. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm expecting to hear it, because you're a liar! Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm a liar, sorry, not you're a liar. Yeah. Well, this is probably the first time we were exposed to Rollins, wouldn't it be? I mean... Well, no, maybe I'm, you guys I, heard End of Silence at this point. I remember him yeah. before that, yeah. Okay. My fear is naked. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely. <laughs> you know, Rollins is still singing here. Huh. Not anymore. But yeah, those those two vocal parts there, and Rollins is singing that dead inside part too. Oh, that's cool. That's both of them on that part too. I always love the drum fill at uh, let's see, five twenty. This here. That was ridiculous. Yeah. The, these guys, uh, they toured with Rollins on their after their first EP, the oh, okay. Rollins band, huh. and they um, they gave him a lot of credit for showing them how to be a band on the on the road and how to deal with shit that happens on the road. So that's how they that's became cool. friends. Oh, okay. An awesome screen here. God. Ridiculous. I think this is my favorite too, Joe. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. It's kind of got a thrashy part at the end. It's got a double bass. Oh, yeah. So now I keep playing it, damn it. <laughs> All the lawyers. <laughs> right. Like boy body. Yeah. Rock and roll ending. Yeah. Yeah. Damn that boy can sing. He must be crazy. He good. He must be crazy. <laughs> to mention the touring though, once again, these guys, you know, were on Lollapalooza '93, which I got to see. Oh my god! I've still crazy. never seen this band live, which oh. sucks. <laughs> yeah, you better start saving up if you want to see him live. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Crawl away. I had um, 309. I didn't know he was saying, I can see your back is turning. If I could, I'd stick a knife in. What did you think he was saying? I didn't know what he was saying. I had no idea. 
I thought he was. Oh, that, I didn't. I didn't think that one was even cryptic. Huh. Yeah, I know. Was, he's like, if I could, I okay. Huh. <laughs> I had no idea. But then there's that awesome double bass part at uh, 346. It's like, oh, yeah, thrash death metal. Yeah. That riff, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost that's, almost that's part of the song. Yeah. This is all death metal right here. Bass is awesome. This drum fill. Yeah. <laughs> He's saying, say you won't go right here. I didn't know that. Sorry, there's another drum fill I want to play. This in the song. It's one of my favorite kinds of drum fill. I think you know, Tim. I told you this yeah, before. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know what it is. Where he does the the snare roll followed by the double yeah, bass roll. Yeah. I love those yeah. fills. It's yeah. So good. Very effective. Yeah. I think he does it again later in the song. That one was a little yeah, sloppy, he does actually. Yeah. He does that all over the place. So he does that on yeah. uh, the Edema a lot too. Yeah, he does. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of a uh, lot of emotion in the guitars, and mm. really all of Tool stuff. But yeah, there's just they it sounds so emotional. It's like the guitars like crying, and like it's just it's a strange just the tone and the way he plays it. It's like man, he's pulling so much emotion mm-hmm. out of that. Yeah, he's a really unique guitar. Like, there's not a lot of guitar players that play like him. No. <laughs> I mean, the stuff that he he does is really unique. Yeah, like yeah. you said, the use of reverb and just feedback. Yeah, feedback and yeah, it just makes it atmospheric and mm-hmm. it's just you you know it's tool. Yep. Yep. Yeah, they definitely have a sound between the bass sound yeah. and and the guitar and uh, even the drums to an extent. It's kind of know it's tool when you hear it. Yeah. I think everything they have is in D minor. Everything. Oh, is that right? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't actually done the research, but I'm pretty sure. Well, this album, a lot of <clears> stuff, like you said, like uh, was it Prison Sex is tuned to like A or some shit. Some of their stuff is tuned way down. Um, Swamp Song. This one, okay. Did you guys know he's saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go. What the bog? Wait, yeah. The, what is? Yeah, I didn't says, know that. I didn't really know. It didn't change the song for me at all. But no, I didn't, well, I, I, didn't I thought it was. I thought it was better because he, he says, uh, "the this bog is thick and easy to get lost in." Because you're a stupid, belligerent fucker. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, I hope it sucks you down. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I just two. I just didn't bother connecting what like what the word was. It didn't. Yeah. And then when I found out, I'm like, oh yeah, because yeah. okay. cool. the way he says it, he's like, "this bog is thick." You know, yeah. like what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he doesn't enunciate the G at all. Uh-uh. You're like, this bug is thick, eh? What? <laughs> Belligerent fucker, though. I mean, we all that, that's that. obvious. We knew yeah, that. Yeah. We were like, oh, yeah, yeah. that's fucker. That's yeah, awesome. fucker. Yeah. I don't know what else he's saying, but that part's awesome. But then it makes sense because he says, I hope it sucks you down. It's like, oh, this bog is thick and easy to get lost in. This part, he says, uh, 
He said my warning meant nothing. I always said, yeah. he said I, I want it. I thought that's what he was saying there. Yeah, but no. Well, I'm I wanting. Yeah, I did. I had no idea he was saying the boy. I, no, I, and I thought he was saying like the the boy is something. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. something like these, that too. These, thing, these things are getting lost. I yeah, these things. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know he was saying thick and easy to get lost in. No idea. Yeah, so much better now. Yeah, it is. Because then, um, if only you could have looked these out these lyrics up years ago. I know. <laughs> if only there was a way. I, I, I always hated. For I the hated bands. Did not put their lyrics. It bothered. I, I, I was looking forward to getting the lyrics, and it was like, "What?" Yeah. It's part of what that was part of listening to an album back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. something like this. We were yeah. like, "Dude, exactly. <laughs> yeah." And then it, sure. um, I think it's around four twelve. There's that awesome time change part in this song. Oh, okay. Oh, the double time. Yeah, I think so. All right, uh, let's see, Undertow. Oddly enough, this might be my least favorite song on the album. Really? It's not a bad song. It's just, no, compared yeah. to all the others, it's it's not as good. Uh, mine is, of course, disgusting. disgusting. Oh, I love the... Well, it's funny, but uh, come on. The, the awesome them. part is awesome, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, the, mu- the music's I mean, cool, I'm, yeah, like, I'm, I'm not listening okay, to 15 right, minutes of it, but... Ha, ha, ha. Right, right, right. Yeah. No, there's moments of that song. One way or another, sure. Undertow. Yeah, I, don't, I have a 237 is what I have the time listed. Okay. Yeah, I, I love the end of this song too. But I'll play that 237 first. That riff is so weird. He's saying euphoria there. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that until recently either, yeah. Weird. A weird dude, Maynard. Oh man, I got—I I keep playing, but jeez, I love that tr- little drum roll he does there. Yeah, a little simple. Prrr. Yeah. Let's see, I have four fifty-fours. The moment for me. to the end.
four degrees. Sitar. Yeah. Another song where I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Locked up inside you like the calm beneath castles is a cavern of treasures that no one has been to. Sounds very mannered. Yeah. Well, I'm going to offer an explanation for the title. Maybe it'll shed some light on that. Do it. This is also from the Tool Unleashed book. Mm-hmm. Um, so four degree, referring to four degrees. Um, it says he writes. In fact, Maynard is alleged to have explained that the song re- refers to the anal cavity being four degrees warmer than the vagina. <laughs> Lyrics about penetration back up his statement in typically graphic detail. Wow, oh, nice, lovely. Cavern of treasures. Yeah, it's, uh, he also says, let's, let's go digging. Let's go digging. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Bring it out and then take it back in. But does she do <laughs> anal? <laughs> Lay back and let me show you another way. Well, then. The original title is going to be Nope, Wrong Hole. <laughs> <laughs> Too on the nose, though. Yeah. <laughs> that'd, be the, that'd be the green jelly version. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say the guar version, but yeah. Well. <laughs> Any other notes on this one before we move on to Flood? I just hmm. have one thing, you know, uh, you know, from pretty much the way they were originally kind of kind of labeled or you know no one knew what to do with them because they really didn't necessarily fit what else was going on yeah so whatever was popular at the time in metal like pretty much nine inch nails had just kind of broken huge so they kind of got more roped in kind of on that side of things then all of a sudden nirvana of course blew up and they're like oh these guys are alternative and the guys in the band are like um well you know whatever we don't care (laughs) what you guys try to define us as but uh danny carey mentioned that you know um this is a quote from Loudwire. Uh, we were trying to get past all the hair bands and these poofy-haired idiots that were doing their thing, <laughs> and all the good club space was being taken up by them. Yeah, there was a great underground music uh, in LA at the time, and we were really bonding together uh, with them to fight against and create a new scene that we felt was more worthwhile. So they were really kind of struggling against the poof hair. Yeah. Well, them mm-hmm. and Rage and and Rollins Band were like, yeah. It was like the big three L.A. quote-unquote metal, alternative metal bands, I guess you'd call them. But, you know, like even Rage is not, you wouldn't say, well. You I wouldn't put Chili Peppers just, in there, too? Well, not metal. No, I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't. <laughs> well, oh, you're, you're saying just for metal. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying I, like I thought, those. I think you meant alternative, I, like. I'm thinking like alternative metal, like bands okay. that are. Yeah. I kind of lump those three bands together when I think about like LA metal of the nineties, <clears throat> you know, like Seattle had their scene, you know, the big yeah. grunge people. And then you have LA and it's like, these are the metal bands of the nineties. I think of when I think of like LA metal, 
So, yeah, you know, post glam, you know, yeah, post glam. But you know, obviously, thrash was kind of even at this point in '93. It was like not really yeah. a, as big anymore. No, so like going back underground, yeah, like Slayer and Megadeth were the two big LA bands from yeah metal. But like now, you know, in nine, or, or '93, it was just they didn't really have a place so much. So. Now it was a weird time for thrash. That's for sure. Yes, thanks Metallica putting up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> ruined it for them all. <laughs> Fuck you, Lars. <laughs> Second one tonight. <laughs> yeah. Flood. I love the way Flood comes in. So heavy. Not, it reminds me of Voivod. You ever notice Definitely. the percentage of intro to non-intro in this song? It's like. 60% intro. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's it does take a while to get going. Uh, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't bother me. I just one I just happened to notice at one point I'm like fucking start singing in this. It's like the seven it's almost an 8 minute song and it's like way after 4 minutes when the vocals come in. Yeah. This is probably the most indicative of what they would do. Yeah. 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 On the last two Absolutely. albums. They just didn't have as many sounds going on as they do now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Daddy, it gets too heavy. Yeah, four fifteen is where it actually comes in. I'll start circle on there. Yeah, so the, the song is really like three and a half minutes long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of sing with almost like a mumble yeah almost purposely not singing the lyrics the way they should be so <laughs> yeah he's not saying Kmart is mine there no okay do you want to know what he, I know what he's saying it's suffocate what is mine yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> came out as mine i know <laughs> the last he doesn't, part he doesn't like came behind because they censored yeah. his album <laughs> that's right <laughs> what were you saying i must leave it behind and climb to a new place now that's how that part ended yeah yeah he was on uh i haven't watched the whole thing yet but he was just on man was, was just on uh steve o's podcast huh. um and i listened to like the first 30 minutes and uh he was, <laughs> this is a typical manner. He's like, yeah, I mean, I, I never really knew why we got so big. Like I was just a guy who wrote poems and came in with the guys who wrote music and we just kind of stuck them together and that's became a thing, I guess. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> it's not as, you make it sound so easy. 
Like, yeah. Not that easy. It was that easy. You're a really good it. band. Your songs yeah. are really good. Yes. It's well-deserved. Yeah. I'll have to finish listening to that, though. It was good when I heard. Yeah, I'd like that's to hear actually, that. well, that's the interview that uh, they mentioned, you know, playing, oh, playing okay. the, the, the early stuff. So that's. I haven't gotten that far <laughs> yet, then. Okay. <laughs> well, they got, they got good, or I shouldn't say good. They got noticed and signed very quickly. Mm. So okay. it was, I mean, they just, <clears throat> it wasn't like they were, you know, um, they weren't really touring before the first EP. They were just playing clubs and the record companies heard that they might be good and they all um started basically a bidding war amongst themselves and tool was like we're gonna wait until we get a deal that we can have control over everything which they basically got and um yeah they just got lucky they were so different and been good and the right time yeah, yeah. like the a talent. huge part of their success was when they got big was there was like nothing like the the hair bands were dying and like grunge was happening. And this was something kind of different that they could, um, that record companies could, you know, uh, fight over. And, and yeah. I think that some, some of them quoted in the book, like um, as soon as in, as soon in LA, if, if a record company was interested in, in you automatically, all of them were, cause they didn't mm-hmm. want to miss out on anything. Oh, wow. So they, they, <laughs> you know, they, they got, they, they, this album came out not long after they they formed, basically, just wow. a few years. Well, and yeah, some crazy. of the I, I I also remember reading that I don't know if it was a record company or or somebody was saying, um, like they heard all the songs they had, I guess, live and said, "You just need to put something out now that's got your best stuff." And so they put out Opiate that had just their heaviest stuff. What they mm-hmm. were saying. So, um, but yeah, I guess they were just you know, like you said. They were signed quickly and putting stuff out as quickly as they can, I guess. Um, and you, you guys remember the—I don't know if you remember this or not—but when Greg was on, the, Greg Gonzalez was on the, our podcast. He was talking about <laughs> old videos of Maynard playing with like his first band before Tool. If you look that up on YouTube, it's pretty fucking hilarious because I think there is actually a version. Oh yeah, the lyrics from Sober I think are in some song. It's not definitely not Sober, but yeah, it's got the same lyrics and it's just so cheesy. He's so goofy oh looking, God. like this, it's... almost like uh, like a mullet haircut with like spandex yeah. on. And, and <laughs> music, music is like not heavy at all. It's no, no. It's, I don't know what you call it, but <laughs> it's... yeah, it's not great. Yeah, it's almost like there's a, also video a video of Trent Reznor and his one of his early bands out there right now. He's kind of back there on keyboards, but it's like. Almost like Depeche Mode type sounding stuff. Not even that. Yeah, I wouldn't even call it that good. It's like Joy Division or something. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Early videos of of rock stars are always funny to watch. Yeah. All right. Well, this Disgustipated is the last one, which of course this is the song that you put on at the at the billiards place in Herndon on the jukebox. <laughs> <laughs> I have that in my notes. Yeah, that is so. <laughs> Who put this on? Oh my god, that owner got so pissed. Oh. We we're like, we we're like, it wasn't us. We didn't do it. And he's like, oh yeah, right. Who else would even know to do that? I'm like, all right, maybe you're right. <laughs> because it starts with like this. Yeah, it just goes and goes and goes. goes. Yeah. Weird noises. 
Well, it, it, I mean, let's face it, another album we're going to talk about very soon is, you know, has their last track. It's all percussion, weird uh, stuff. So. No. 453. You'll have to tune in next week in order to hear about it. That's right. This is pretty awesome, though. Yeah. This is really cool. I mean, that's pretty much the whole song. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, about yeah. another eight more minutes of that. <laughs> right. <laughs> did you... Um, and then 15 minutes of silence. Did you pick yeah. up on the spacing between the, the last song and that one? Flood and Disgustipated? It's mm. seven minutes and five seconds of, no. of crickets chirping or si- silence, I guess. Oh, okay. Seven minutes and five seconds. So the st- song starts at seven minutes, six seconds, which is also 666. Oh, seconds. Uh, well, I guess clever. if you do the math right, or it, it comes, it would be six. It. Well, it would be sixty, be six minutes and sixty-six seconds. So, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Satanic Eddie. Satan. That's <laughs> Satan, baby. <laughs> exactly. All righty. Well, grades. Oh, did you have? Did you want to play the clip of that you had found of of Maynard in the studio shooting the shotgun? Oh, I mean, yeah, you don't have to. I mean, is that an it's actual, cool. that so that that sound is that actually happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, on, it's on YouTube. You can find it. Yeah, I don't know how well it'll come across audio only. Yeah, but this is he's standing in the studio now. Okay, got the shotgun, pointed at the piano. You guys all right? I don't know why they had to shoot a, a piano because I, I mean, I think that was on. He's shooting yeah, a piano um, there, but like, how? <laughs> oh, here's a shotgun, buddy. Yeah, I don't know. But it says the tool has been approached by other bands claiming to have seen the shotgun holes left by them in the car park wall of no. the studio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny. It says the woman, the woman running the studio was happy as long as they cleaned up the mess afterwards. <laughs> So there, she was cool with him using a shotgun in the studio. She's like, oh, clean up the mess. You're done. <laughs> shotgun shells. <laughs> yeah. Your shotgun and shells. Like, yeah, and the bits mm. of piano you shot. Yeah. <laughs> for one, whatever reason. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, grades are going to be pretty easy on this one, but yeah. who wants to go first? A plus. A plus. A plus. I didn't say that on the mic. <laughs> yeah, A plus. A plus. Mm-hmm. Wow, I mean, that was yeah. pretty damn easy. Clean sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, God damn it. If there's this is one of the albums that everyone should fucking have. I mean yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I already said it, but those first two tool albums are just flawless. Yeah. Almost almost perfect albums. Yep. 
All right. Um, anything? All right. Anything? Anything cool going on? Any, any, oh. Anything? Forgot to do <laughs> cool stuff. Well, Keith already mentioned his band's playing tonight. Yeah. Tonight, in Auto Bar. See you in Auto Baltimore. Bar. Well, it depends on when you listen. It may That's not true. be tonight. Well, yes, April tenth. We're playing. We're playing the twenty twenty three. Yeah. <laughs> Listening to this a year later. Shit, I showed up yeah. at Auto Bar on the on <laughs> April tenth, twenty twenty four, and they weren't there. I finished The Last of Us finally. Yeah. I'm way I finished. I was way behind. I finished yeah. both video games. <laughs> yeah. So now I know what's going to happen in the next few seasons. So well, that's okay. Yeah. There, you go. there were so many yeah. podcasts I, that I listened to where they would mention The Last of Us, and I'd be like, oh, skip, 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 oh, skip, skip, yeah. skip, skip, because I was so yeah. far hmm. behind. Yeah. It's a great show. I, I haven't even started watching The Mandalorian at all. <laughs> oh, boy. Like, I haven't started at all? the first season yet. Yes. Oh, my I, God. I, I, this happens. Well, that'll be fun for you. Yeah. We, yeah that's you can, not, not the first time you've mentioned, mentioned that. It's not the first time I've been disappointed in you but that's okay <laughs> <laughs> oh i watched wrestlemania this weekend that was fun for me <laughs> yes cool. i went i went to um tom who's been on our podcast a couple times i went to his house and watched it last night with him and another guy oh, okay. but he has and um i showed you the clip Eric, but um edge the wrestler edge who i know keith knows he's still wrestling believe it or not How and um 60 like i think he's probably like 50 um, he's still in, he's in good shape, but uh, he came out to South of Heaven for the first part oh, of his nice. intro. That was awesome. Yeah, that was good. That's cool. Probably they let that slide. I mean, that one's a pretty. I'm sure they. I'm sure they. Paid. <laughs> Obvious, like what they're, what they're talking. About. But they were they were in L.A. too, so it was it was even more fitting. And there was a Hell in the Cell match. So, ah, there you go. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. WWE doesn't do that. Um, they usually use their own songs, so it was it's cool when they do that. That is cool. That is cool. It's metal. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm watching a lot of shows right now, but um, it's a Yellow Jacket season two just started, so that's yeah. good. I've not fun. seen episode two yet. But. Yeah, it's good. It's very good. Yeah, Mandalorian. Oh, yeah, Ted obviously. Lasso. Oh, yeah, Ted Lasso. Very mm-hmm. good. Yep, yep. Well, uh, next episode, I don't know. What are we talking about? Houdini? Yes, Melvin's. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. Until then, for Keith and Joe and Tim, this is Eric saying. Thank you. Good fucking night. Energy, energy, aggression, power. To sum it up, it's a vulgar display of power. Sometimes I think you drink just a little too much blood. I'm sorry. I'm going to be a bloodaholic, but I'm good enough. Cutting it up big time. They are miserable slaves of Satan. Some cunts recording this.